0: Thank you, Homi. Thank you for joining in again. And uh, I'll, I'll add a context there. Why am I here? Mm. This exactly is the story that I asked. Uh, so, so I partnered with uh, Culture Monkey for Rentomojo. We took mm. it as a planet. But uh, because I've seen the, the engagements of the world, and when I heard the story of engineers trying to solve a problem, and then when I actually looked at the product, mm. I literally fell in love with the product. Mm. It actually brought a lot of things that I've been. Trying to solve either through, we've seen sure. the OHS at at the level, or when I was working with great places to work. But but I was amazed to see uh, the the engineer trying to solve this problem, and the product was really well. It it catered a lot of needs that I have. Of course, there's a lot that needs to be built over time. But but that's where I connected, and, and I, when I realized that there's no HR guy who's been involved into this <laughs> one, and, and because they they they. They, they drew the inspiration from a, a company of 1520 people also that they are and they realized that there's been no attrition they've been able to engage people people are super charged up I think they brought that into a solution and I was like okay I, I, I needed to and, and I thought whatever I've learned can I can I add value to their product or thinking process so that's where I yeah uh, came with them and a very important thing that we realize is like why, why I had my point of views. A lot of leaders, a lot of people out there have a lot of point of view, which I think is going to be important to build the product better. Mm. At Culture Monkey, it's about listening to employees. I think what we realize is that we need to listen to the people who are driving and are setting the agenda of HR in the industry. Because Mm. Insights of what do you build in a product and so on and so forth. that's what uh, got me here and that's what I started reaching out to people that I know who have a point of view which I think is going to be important for HR folks because that's, that's the target audience and of course a right. lot of things that uh, this team can pick up and and work on and enhance the product. So nope. that's
1: how I got yes. connected. Yes. And, Very well uh, said, you know to, to add one point here right so our core strength is uh, technology right so we have solved Multiple technological problems. And uh, we've never had this HR layer. You know, if you spoke to me a year ago, you'd be like, oh, you have no idea what you're talking about. But this journey, you know, this journey of gelling with people leaders, right, has taught us and more than taught us, it has installed so much about the problems that can be solved through technology in our muscle memory. Okay. Now we are automatically thinking like HRs, thinking like the people leaders, thinking like CHROs, right? So that's uh, a that's very, very humbling purpose to, you know, that now that now even the words that we use, the slang that we use internally has, has started to change, right? That's that's a beautiful, <laughs> so, so yeah, so yes. Yes. yes, back to you, Ketan.
0: Thank you, Saint and and uh, for, for the audience, uh, I have with me Homi Tarapur. Homi is the CHRO for Trust Group. Uh, and and it's 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 a, it's a it's an organization, financial institution based out of Mumbai. Uh, he has worked with brands like uh, HDF Securities and Aditya Birla Return. That's where uh, I met and I'll talk a bit about that later. India Infoline uh, and uh, the WNS Global and several other brands. Uh, he has about well, 20 years of experience and I, I think uh, a very interesting thing that you would find on his profile. While well, I'll share my personal experiences later, but uh, he believes in people, human behavior, and technology. I think I think he's somebody who is an evangelist of these coming together and solving a larger problem. Uh, he's extremely intro. He he believes in a lot of introspection, and in traveling and music. So that's that's kind of hobby for you. Uh, I know another thing that is not written out there, but but I know I can call it out. So. Our uh, initial few conversation, I realized that he's been a boxer in his in his college <laughs> days. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's been physically very, very fit. I said what? So he just said, no, you don't know. I've been a boxer for a large <laughs> uh not that he, he he used this to ensure that we are working harder, but <laughs> this is your conversation. Uh a core belief that he carries is that everything good can become better over a hearty conversation. So, so I think it's been a good mix of using head and heart together is, is what yeah. I have experienced with uh, me. I know Homi from Aditya Birla retail days and uh, so I was as, as a management trainee then literally pushed into retail. And uh, the only uh, task I was given is that we have to hire some 400-500 people a month. You have to be a part of the machinery. You will be given a candidate name an offer, and offer in a comp sheet. Prepare an offer and send. Right? So I did that a lot for engineering And then somebody says that okay, this is a pretty senior person in H R, and I had no idea that he was going, become, going to become my boss. To be honest, <laughs> he was the first candidate that he hired. But the amount of patience that he uh, he had on that call, right? He would ask. And, Typically, the structure, compensation structure is more than exit. Now, he'd ask us I said, okay, homie, give me time, I'll come back. And i am be worried, oh, okay, how am I dealing with that? I'll go get authority, talk to him. But not a single point he ever lost patient because he probably understood the context where I was coming from. I, I think that that was the first moment. And if I remember something which is almost like 13 years back that had happened to me, which means it mattered to me. That's That's one very important. Uh, thing right, it was easy for him to say, "Hey, you guys don't even know what you are solving for." To mm-hmm. me, but for me that mattered. And uh, fortunate enough, I think he joined. Uh, I, I started reporting to him. Uh, he, he's been he's been a mentor to me. He's been an ideator. He's been an action taker, right? I think, I think when it comes to actions, and I think I, I usually can very comfortably interchange these words, uh, but very important is strategic. Outlook is see. I have usually seen this combination to be rare. A lot of people are either action taker or very strong and strategic very strong. But I think he has at least that's something that I've always looked upon to him and and learned from him. Uh, so uh, this this is uh, this is what for me in my book a lot of chapters are what he had. Uh, I got inspired by him in a moment when he created a a change in me. And I mean, I know I've shared that with. Uh, but yeah, to 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 tell you something that uh, uh, he's kind of a boss that I can work many more times. I, I think I think. Uh, amazing, he has been, and I'm not mincing words definitely here. So, Homi, uh, welcome again to Culture Clubs e Culture Masterclass uh, powered by Culture Monkey, and thank you so much again for your time. Uh, if we uh, we could hear more from you about your organization and about you uh, to the audience I think that's that's a good start to do it and then uh, a set of questions that I like
2: yes you. yes so so thank you uh, Senthil, uh and ketan for inviting me uh, here and you know uh, thanks for such uh kind words ketan what the way you you know uh, spoke about me and introduced me to uh, the entire uh, session here am quite humbled actually i'm quite uh, touched so uh, i'll take about you know maybe a few seconds to uh, 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 just you know come to uh, the tone and you know uh, speak with you all uh, it's quite emotional to understand you know how uh, a colleague with whom you work worked and you know i mean uh, and likewise with ketan i mean ketan has been a phenomenal learner i mean uh, when we interacted there are a lot of things i learned from him i mean uh, uh, Though so, he mentions about his learning, I mean, in fact, I also learned from him as a as a colleague. I liked the promptness and the urgency he put to uh, every kind of task that uh, came uh, uh, between us, and while we are executing, you know, the work. And I think that is something you know uh, I uh, take with a. Uh, uh, I, 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 take it as a big pride for me that i was i had an opportunity uh, where i could you know learn from my colleague you know how to put in urgency in a certain task and you know so that we completed to the you know result uh, that is one second also uh, i think uh, uh, whenever i worked with ketan i enjoyed uh, one part uh, is that the way he completely understood the concept of the task. I mean, the, the whole principle of the task and then He just didn't go all out, just executing without thinking. So there was a lot of application of mind and thought towards a particular job. And then, you know, we got about executing. And that is something uh, I, you know, quite appreciated. I mean, then, and as well, I mean, whenever we get an opportunity to work together, I think that is, that'll be a wonderful experience for uh, both of us to, you know, uh, uh, experience together. So that's, that's something very good. So, uh, just a little bit of uh, I'll just give a, just about our organisation. We so I work for a company called uh, Trust Group. Now we are into financial services in this domain. I mean, we I would call that we are a young organisation because we've just about completed uh, twenty years now. I mean, I mean, a little short of completing twenty years. Because I mean, if you look at age uh, like uh, human beings, I mean, now till about nineteen you are a teenager, and then you go to the twentieth year, out of teens. So we are also in a similar journey. So what happens in a journey like this, that organization also is young, has its set of beliefs, has its set of way doing things and when the organization is looking at growing, the growth in an environment which is changing, in a in a whole ecosystem which is changing in that growth, how do you uh, assimilate uh, all the kind of knowledge and the information in the market, how do you get the right people on board Now these are things which are quite challenging and, uh, uh, and my job with the organization is to bring in bring in an alignment of the growth journey that they have thought the organization has thought for themselves taking along the current people and also writing uh, newer uh, talent you know joining the organization so so that's an organization you know as a as a personality uh, we uh, take a lot of pride in uh, uh, saying that we are like a knowledge workforce because we believe in a lot of uh, innovation as an organization in innovation and products that we bring in uh, the thought and the you know uh, subject expertise that our organization brings in uh, in the area is uh, is very well respected amongst the industry uh, so our organization our leaders our promoters are very well respected in the entire uh, fraternity our uh, range of work of course uh, uh, ranges from uh, institutional relationship Uh, to now uh, beginning to move into retail relationships. I mean, we've been in uh, uh, individual relationship now from institution to individual. That's the journey that we are uh, getting into. We've got about uh, a couple of businesses predominantly in the debt uh, uh, asset class. uh, We have a dominance there. Uh, We also uh, have the equity asset class. Uh, uh, We have uh, uh, organization. Um, We've also uh, uh, ventured into wealth management space about Uh, a couple of years back and uh, we are also looking at you know uh, a launch of uh, newer businesses so there are a lot of name and you know uh, uh, a lot of brand work will happen eventually because the new businesses that we are getting into uh, are uh, uh, of quite of interest for individual client as well along with the institutional clients. As far as me, I mean, Ketan already mentioned, I mean, about my uh, journey, yes, 20 years I've been, uh, I've always uh, uh, enjoyed uh, working with uh, 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 entrepreneurs, I mean, uh, from the start of my career, I mean, I always believe that, you know, kind of learnings that I had with entrepreneurs is immense, Uh, something where I'm able to value add uh, as a, a professional so the journey has been uh, from uh, uh, organizations which are looking to uh, uh, grow to organizations which are looking to transform to organizations which is looking to uh, stabilize a certain elements that has been the uh, journey for me and uh, throughout the journey i have met uh, multiple uh, uh, several people with whom I had a good opportunity to learn, I mean there are leaders, there are colleagues with whom I had in a lot of uh, uh, meaningful interactions and that's how you know uh, I've been able to you know, uh, learn a lot at the same time in this journey I've been also able to influence the essence of human relations in the organization and the workforce now that is something I think uh, uh, I did capitalize in the last two decades of my experience uh, uh it is very important that when you work with multiple stakeholders the uh, the whole engagement of uh, or relation between the work, the workforce and the management has to be you know uh, linked up and aligned. And that is where I've been I think I have been able to you know uh, uh, contribute meaningfully. Uh, yes, there is uh, still a lot of scope of learning. I mean all of us keep on learning and discovering uh, newer things. I mean I keep that open. But yes, I've been able to uh, do that Uh, as far as industry is concerned. Yes, a large part of my career I've uh, spent in the uh, financial services industry. I had uh, uh, a stint with, you know, where I had an opportunity to work with Ketan that is in the, you know, modern retailing segment that's been uh, there. Uh, Yes, BFSI is a sector where I've uh, contributed a lot, Uh, but overall, all in all, a beat when any industry, it is the people who have uh, the same emotion, the same request, and the same issues all across. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's what, and that is where uh, uh, the product that you're introducing, Central, becomes very important. I, you know, because you know uh, uh, anything that is around uh, uh, engagement or anything that's around the you know concept of culture is yes. important in every industry. Uh, it is just that uh, the uh, uh, the talent in the particular uh, industry is executing their expertise, but the emotions are the same because yes. of the environment that we have had. Yes. Yes. So that's about a small about a small brief about you know my professional work, which is there, and the organization that I'm with.
0: Uh, now, can you share your views and experience on this this entire concept of culture engagement? What do you see? What has been your experience? I think. That's, that's, that's a point that we would definitely like to hear your uh, point of view.
2: Okay, so very uh, uh, good and interesting question, uh, uh, Ketan. And this is a question uh, that we have read about uh, while we were in our uh, colleges and school institutions. We read, read a lot of articles about uh, cultural engagement. Uh, we have ourselves experienced when we are, you know, uh, the you know job per se now uh, uh, Lord, i would say you know uh, uh, before i just share about just about culture and you know engagement i'll also share about the way the work scenarios are changing uh in the last couple of decades so i mean if you look at uh, uh, what happened between uh, 1960 to 80s then what happened between 1980s to 90s 1990 to 2000, so there's a change of the working environment which uh, kept on happening. Okay, and uh, interestingly, we'll have to be aware when India started growing uh, in the you know uh, certain sectors like IT and services, which had a big boon you know uh, between 1920 and you know uh, 2005. this lot of you know change in the work pattern also uh, happened. Uh, and uh, in the last decade what what we are seeing is a complete evolution of uh, the e-commerce business is coming in again there is a change of uh, uh, work patterns which is happening now why i'm sh- sharing this because every time a change is happening a new set of work pattern and culture is being built now so culture is when i'm saying culture the way i understand is very much to the changing environment the changing need of the you know industry and the uh, uh, country or the the world uh, when we look at of a particular you know organization. Now it's a very vast uh, 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 subject. It's a very you know it's, it's a concept that everybody talks about, but uh, very difficult when you look at you know uh, implementing something or driving something when you say that this is exactly uh, what we want to. Because what we understand by culture is is a set of values and belief system. Now, it is a belief system built by the uh, people who at the core are building the organization. So again, if I take you to the example that I'm sharing, the e-commerce industry, you had a lot of, you know, uh, 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 tech based organization, which uh, 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 cropped up in the last uh, 10 years. Now they have a typical set of uh, behavior and typical set of approach of executing a job. Now they are along among the set of beliefs. They have, you know, actually, you know, built in a culture wherein, you know, that, forms the overall value system of the organization now when an employee is looking at you know joining a particular uh, a company like uh, what i just the case in point the example that i shared the person the employee has to align with the set of culture which is uh, there set as a system by the organization similarly if i if if we go back to 1990s early 1990s where you had a big boon of the uh, banking industry. The banking industry, what had happened when there are a lot of private banks uh, started in India. Many of the talent pools in the banking industry actually came from, you know, moved from multinational banks to uh, the private banks. So when they move from multinational bank, the ethos or the work systems is what they carried, is the a very multinational banking kind of a system, belief is what they brought into the private banking. And that, those are the ethos that uh, came in. So, so the workforce talent who joined uh, these banks and these you know, uh, uh, organization at that period of time had to adapt and align to those belief systems. Okay, what was there? I mean, uh, it was more structured, it was more process driven, it was you know uh, uh, more uh, uh, timeline driven. I mean, uh, and now if you look at the, the uh, e-commerce industry, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, everything is uh, happening at the moment it's very you know uh, moment based and you know uh, idea based and newness based okay so uh, I, i'm just trying to give you a, 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 a building a concept around this thing and a, how uh, culture is in and and every organization when you know they are building in a value system around it now i would say see employee engagement is definitely linked to uh, uh, the is in, interlinked with culture but culture of course uh, plays a larger uh, uh, role in the overall you know uh, the way the uh, person gets you know uh, employed in the organization and how he or she you know, you know uh, develops himself or herself in that journey of uh, with the, within the organization now engagement uh, uh, the way i understand of course it's one's uh, individual motivation and drive to commit to getting the job done or uh, the relation with the job and then with the organization okay So, uh, yes, uh, I would say uh, 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 many times engagement as as such, you know, people do uh, 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 try to combine engagement along with the uh, culture as a concept. No, I mean, I would say that these are two independent uh, 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 concepts. Okay, culture, uh, of course, uh, forms a part of the entire, you know, values and the belief system of the organization. Now engagement, I would again say, is the motive or the drive of the individual to perform. that. now motivation is again very individual. Okay, I my set of beliefs and my set of thinkings may be something which I may not like in the particular organization, and as an individual, I may choose to you know uh, uh, continue or not continue with the organization. I mean, depending on what my motives are and what my you know interest levels are. So that is where it gets. Uh, very very challenging for the, you know the leaders the CXos how do you integrate these two things and bring it together so it becomes a job by itself because these are two different uh, independent elements is what I hope, I hope you said, understood what I said I, I tried to be as simple as possible <laughs> but I don't know whether you understood what I said <laughs>
1: no you, you started by saying culture is very very difficult and it's very complex but Everything, every word that you said, you know, I, I I wanted to listen to more of you. You know, it's like it, it feels like you know, hey, let's meet. You know, let's, let's all of us meet and do this, right? So that's how it felt very amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. For that. So, if, if I take this uh, this concept of sea culture right now and and the entire world going remote now, I was just article, uh, which is by NASCOM which says that. Most IT giants are looking at moving to a work from home for as high as 90. Mm-hmm. I article in fact I was having a point that, which means this is not a temporary change, but these could be massive ones, and, and they are the the companies which have like a large set of employees who work with them. Now, what challenges do you think the CXOs have dealt with or are dealing with? Uh, especially when it comes to matters of culture uh, when the world is going remote what what's your uh, part, point of view around that
2: yes so it's a uh, good question and a tough one as well okay yeah. <laughs> because we are all uh, experiencing that okay and we are in uh, uh, the you know uh, environment yes uh, uh, i would say that so even uh,
1: without remote culture was difficult yeah, now, <laughs> now we're good, okay? it's a new <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. What, what I have
0: agreement with Senthil on that. Whenever my one of any of my reporting managers come for this conversation, I'll make the questions very very tough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this, I I think this is one of the most uh, difficult question. Okay, but uh, yeah, but I can you know uh, add a little bit uh, from whatever I've been you know experiencing or what I've been you know uh, gathering uh, information knowledge by my discussions with you know. Uh, for the leaders uh, within our organization outside our organization you know in the fraternity which is there so i think you know one of the uh, things which uh, 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 what uh, has happened during covid 19 is that there's been a complete disruption of the way we are working okay and the biggest challenge the CXO are facing today is uh, about uh, uncertainties now these uncertainties are of year and now and of the immediate future the immediate future and year-and-now uncertainty is there so when I uh, to put a better perspective the big challenge of the shows is how do you navigate through these uncertainties, which is you know currently you know put across uh, uh, and you know placed on the table and how do you navigate through this uncertainty now very specifically if I bring you and draw you to uh, uh, our topic of discussion which is around culture and engagement now uh, I, I would I, I think there are a couple of uh, challenges which uh, come to our notice, and what I uh, feel, the first and foremost is connectivity. Now, when we are looking at remote operation, now connectivity in terms of uh, uh, IT connectivity, and also in terms of the physical infrastructure that is provided uh, to the employee. Okay. Uh, now, when we are looking at this, so the the work, the remote work and arrangement. For the uh, work, the employee or the talent who is there has to be, you know, effectively, you know, uh, available. Now that is one of the worry which is there because uh, uh, when we, of course, when it, when when COVID happened, COVID nineteen happened, and we all moved into this uh, arrangement overnight. There were a little bit of challenges, but as we are deciding what's going to happen post COVID nineteen, and if you are going to continue with the remote working arrangement, whichever way it is. This is going to be a top priority for all the, you know, uh, CX2 to ensure that the connectivity is, you know, uh, uh, good enough. That is number one. Second, because there's a shift of uh, way of working from the traditional working system to a remote working system, because everything, you know, you are uh, not physically, you're not in a physical uh, accessibility with the, you know, uh, colleagues, you are in a virtual accessibility with the colleagues. The whole uh, work and the work management has changed. I think what the second part the challenge which the CXOs are dealing with, is that, uh, what uh, uh, are the small innovations the employees are going to introduce in the work practices now, because there is a lot of change that is going to happen in work practices and the little small uh, innovations that you do in work practices are are going to help a lot and that is a big worry that are we, uh, the CXOs are thinking, you know, these change or this Small changes or innovation that we do are uh, will be will it be implemented effectively or not? And there has to be a lot of drive and initiative from the entire workforce to bring in this. Now, the first there has to be understanding and accessibility of by the workforce, employees, and the management that okay, this is a newer environment. And second, how do I or how do we bring in the small changes and innovation in these you know, practices? And that's that's a big big worry. The third. I think uh, definitely is around uh, the motivations of the uh, employees. Now, if you go back to the theory of motivation, you have motivation X, motivation Y, and have Z. Now, they have you know there are there are there are people who enjoy working, like to work in any given environment, and there are people who would not uh, uh, who tried look at every opportunity you know shirk away or avoid work. Now, how do you ensure that these uh, the, the the teams are motivated enough? And how do you ensure they they come together and work together and are able to deliver uh, the result that is expected? Uh, fourth is about human connect. Now I've also figured out you know uh, see in our in our in our working environment what is happening? A lot of in in the I'm saying you know, if I go back to the pre-COVID days, okay, now when in the regular environment where we I mean we had. Uh, so see remote working was uh, uh, existent earlier as well it is just that we are forced to get into this as fast as possible but earlier also there it was there and nobody you know uh, took the advantage of remote working okay uh, earlier but what i observe is that in the human connect a lot of people you know they enjoy coming to office workplace and interact uh, with people and that is something which is a very very important element many people they want to have this two environment. You have a home environment where you have, you know, I mean, you uh, have a, a familiar environment, and you do work there, and you contribute at your, you know, uh, the home environment. Then you want to come to the office environment where you want to meet, and you know, there is a need to interact with different kinds of people personally, and that also gives a lot of motiva- that also gives a lot of motivation and inspiration to people to come there. And I have actually, when we did our, uh, uh, just to give an example, when we conducted two surveys, internal surveys within our organization during this period, I mean during the initial period of when the lockdown happened I mean there was a very strong feedback coming from uh, our employees, you know saying that they are looking forward to coming to office and meeting people because that is something a source of inspiration for them to come there, so I mean that's, we cannot take that out, you know so that's a big challenge that we, you know, uh, I I think it is uh, uh, there we are uh, worried about, then comes to balance now balance when it comes to it's the work integration balance. How do you balance the work life as well as the health and well being of the you know uh, team members. Now that of course uh, it is very subtly coming and slowly slowly that word of balance is becoming stronger. I mean you will see then uh, at least by uh, 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 give, give it about 7-8 months. This whole uh, word of balance is going to be, you know, talked about in all the webinars and forums. You know, how, you know, this this concept of because what's happened in the remote working because of the anxieties from both parties by the leaders as well as by the team member. The because of the anxieties, everybody has started, you know, uh, engaging much more stronger, uh, longer. They started giving more time and more uh, time to the work uh, area. Uh, and you know, they've uh, so the limits of the timing of work is actually being exceeded in most of the you know, occasion uh, when the, uh, the entire remote working uh, was uh, forced upon everyone, all the organization, everybody was anxi- anxious, and through, because of this anxiety, everybody started and giving in extra effort to this you know, uh, uh, work timings. And uh, what it happens is when you're doing actually a lot of you know, uh, you're putting a lot of time on uh, uh, the work front because of the anxiety, you are actually missing on a lot uh, to do with your health and balance. Now one has to recognize that uh, uh, element of balance and one has to you know, bring in and balance it. And here, I would say uh, the leaders of the organization play a big role as to how they want to set it up. And of course, that's one of the big worry that they also have. And lastly, I mean, in the uh, set of challenges, I think acceptance. Uh, I think is a big, big challenge. I, to accept the fact that remote working is for a year and to continue is something both parties. When I say both parties, the CxOs and the employees both have to accept it and start adapting to this change. Because the more time we take to accept it, we are just you know procrastinating and pushing our decision to actually get into this uh, new arrangement and you know start working. I, I think that acceptance is a big, big challenge. Uh, uh, many of the sectors are dealing with now because we still feel that coming to a physical uh, uh, accessibility uh, uh, kind of work arrangement will give you a better productivity. I mean that's the thinking many right. of them have. You know they are trying to change, shift this whole dimension of you know thinking. Right. Yeah. So I think these are challenges which are there. In yeah.
0: fact, uh, glad you brought that out because I, I'm also speaking to a lot of organisations on so from Rento, which we are trying to create this work from home solution now very unique uh, a lot of human behavior and decision making is changing like i realized that i when i came to bangalore i took a house which was very close to office mm. yes paying an x amount now now i'm thinking that should i move to a bigger house at the indi absolutely yes yes now, there's no attachment for me to stay close to office because at best i will go once or twice to office and i think that fine even if i have to travel drive for 3 hours I think mentally that is absolutely, absolutely okay. And I was not alone. When I started speaking to a lot of people, they said, "Yeah, this just makes sense because then I'll go to a cleaner and a better and a far more open area." Mm-hmm. For Bangalore uh, weather is any which was very, very uh, pleasant. Mm-hmm. But we are also contemplating: does it make sense to actually either move to a, a, a bigger place or a different place or a, or a place which is far more personalised or even save money? I think any of those benefits. Correct. Correct. Because now. That's really change that uh, it doesn't, uh, I, I mean, staying 3 kilometers from office is, is, is was always beyond yeah. my control. But yeah, I think you, you, greater you brought that out because these theories are going to change and
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, one point I was able to relate to when you said, you talked about acceptance, right? So we hired an engineer and designer pre just March, you know, March 1st, 2nd week, we hired an engineer designer without knowing what's going to happen, right? And then the first month they spent, they're like, "We, I was, okay, let's see where it, you know, when we get back, because a lot of training, you know, it's a startup, a lot of things you can't remotely onboard them, right? So they need to understand. And then after second month a third month, now we, we're like, we, we said, I remember this, hey, no more other strategies. We have to accept this is how it's going to be. Correct, you know, correct. better get get you know align everything like report yeah. work, and let's move forward and correct. plan for this not meeting because right. everything you know. So I I that, that's one thing that uh, you know you accept it or not. You know it hmm. is going to be there. Eventually yes. you yes. will like accept.
2: Yes. <laughs> so, you so. can just delay your acceptance, but ultimately yes. you accept it. I mean, this <laughs> is <same>. this, uh, <laughs> that's,
1: that's, right. what, that's what I, I heard from Universe was telling me. Right? Just like, you whether you want to postpone. Or you do it better now so that uh, you save some time right so uh,
0: excellent excellent points i mean thanks yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hey, me to the second part i think you have you have shared that in 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 Bend, uh, when you were talking about those uh, things like balance and acceptance mm. now what is the positive is there a silver lining that you see that covid has brought to like as hr professionals we've been trying to to build few things and and you said influencing is a very, very important part of the role too about about humans and human behavior. Yes. yes. Now, do you see a silver lining which actually a, a change like a remote working did to you where people had no option but to accept few things which, which we as hr folks have been trying to push in for a long, do, do, do you think something like that yes
2: yes i i, I think uh, uh, see uh, there are uh, good positives which are actually you no know, uh, come in here okay one uh, uh, see uh, when i look at productivity okay now pe- people are this is going to be a very very highly debatable topic uh, for some time now okay uh, uh, traditional working versus remote working and the productivity okay now uh, i think the work from home arrangement uh, uh, it is a arrangement which provides the uh, the employee a lot of flexibility to execute the work at his or her comfort. Okay, and when you want any delivery coming in, you don't want your employee to be anxious. You want the person to be in a very comforted mind mindset to uh, execute uh, the the work. And I'm, I'm I'm talking about the nature of work which can happen through remote working. There there are Maybe there are specific type of job which may be required to come in a, uh, a work office, but there are many uh, 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 type of work which can actually you know uh, happen through a remote arrangement, and they would you know uh, 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 they would actually positively look at this you know the entire flexibility provided. So I think that can connect with productivity very well. Now, when I look at productivity, I'm not talking about the outcome because that is a separate discussion when I put productivity in line with our uh, uh, topic of discussion of engagement and, you know, uh, building of culture. Now, what has happened? Now, this entire thing has developed a a, a, a productivity, how the product is improving because the employees are becoming more compliant to the uh, uh, virtual meetings, to the uh, 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 remote engagement and remote processes that they are uh, having so they are getting a more compliant in that they are be- becoming better coordinated in their efforts because everybody is forced into this situation there so they are consciously thinking that they have to coordinate the work much better than what it was earlier because see when we are earlier environment it's a very different environment many a time things get taken for granted but here you are you are consciously putting an effort Collaboration. I think one of the big part I have seen the collaboration uh, has actually the level of uh, uh, engagement in collaboration has gone up significantly. Not only, I mean, I can just share this, not only in our organization, I have been talking to other organizations as well. And I figured out because this has happened so suddenly and people have actually started collaborating much better through the, you know, uh, this arrangement. Now, uh, expression now one of the big thing is that see when we are when i remember uh, when you are doing a town hall in a you a, uh, know uh, in a workplace environment many of them are uh, uh, not even asking question and, and many of them are uh, distracted with uh, whatever is happening around there now in a virtual setup when I have, I, have, I have we've run a couple of town halls and i have seen the quality of questions that are coming in very good question from the you know and and there is, so when you are in a virtual meeting what happens on a, a in a conference in a virtual conference nobody is uh, 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 thinking about uh, who is in what position you are just at a screen you are on screen I am on screen and you just freely there is an exchange of uh, uh, questioning and ideas which is happening and that is beautiful I think that's that is something. Is encouraged not only the leader. The leader has come closer to the uh, uh, employee, and the employee is also coming closer to the management. And that is a big positive. I think uh, which is there. Uh, I also think uh, what uh, uh, is going to happen is that uh, uh, organisations and teams in the CxOs now will not be worried about uh, what kind of office premise should I have. Everybody is going to be worried about what kind of laptop or a computer I'm going to provide to my uh, uh, workforce. What kind of you know uh, uh, telecommunication system he or she has, so that I'm able to connect to the person more effectively. Everybody is more so the whole. There's a dimension shift of the uh, work arrangements from uh, the office space to actually you know uh, a lot of uh, focus on the IT uh, and communication kind of a thing. And lastly, what I think. A big, big, big plus, as I said, with my couple of points that I mentioned, is I think there is a big, uh, good shift in the level of conversations that are happening. See, it's not communication; it's the conversation. It's the material of the conversation has improved significantly due to this remote, uh, uh, this new arrangement which is coming. Because when I am engaging, or when he, uh, uh, when two people are engaging, they know what subject they want to talk about. There is no uh, additional, you know, uh, extra distraction in the conversation. They stick to the conversation. The quality of conversation improved a lot. Is I think that's a big, big uh, plus that I see among the healthy engagement.
0: Wow! Nice. Thank you. So, so what what do you think this means for the HR fraternity? What what all things uh, would it redefine? So, a lot lot of people are going to listen to this. Are going to be HR folks I think very, very important to hear from you of what do you think it's going to change for the HR fraternity uh, as we uh, imbibe this new normal, whatever we call it or, or the new world.
2: See, uh, for uh, the HR fraternity, I, as I, if you, if you refer to my the uh, uh, first, when I'm giving a context of the experience and what I shared uh, is that, you know, whether it is different industry. Or is a different working arrangement? The basics of HR is going to be there, and you know people need to just stick to that. You know, basic of HR will not change. Okay. Uh, what I think uh, 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 one area where the there's going to be a little bit of shift and how uh, the uh, 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 our entire HR you know uh, group of people are going to uh, focus on or work on is talent solutioning. I I calling it more like a talent solutioning which involves the whole uh, elements of work now that would involve uh, uh, an element of uh, mobilizing of uh, people now how do you mobilize people not only through uh, I mean earlier it was um, uh, mobilization was a lot to do with locations. here it is not location it is assignments so there is a focus on assignment, the assignments may be a short assignment long assignment so how do you mobilize uh, the uh, uh, talent around that how do you Figure out the gaps of uh, skills and you skill or reskill your talent uh, within the you know organization. Okay, because you uh, uh, there will be a uh, uh, definitely a strong drive in uh, getting uh, the entire workforce uh, digitally enhanced. I mean digitally you know uh, uh, upgraded right from the top to bottom including the HR profession, they have to be digitally upgraded and that is going to be there, so that's going to be the uh, uh, main area and of course how do you upskill and reskill around that, of course so the, a lot of learning around uh, that level. I also feel as I said in the mobilization there's also going to be a change in the work design, so uh, uh, the HR will have to go back to uh, the drawing board and figure out how the work designs will keep on changing and how do you uh, provide uh, the, the designs for a particular specific period, looking at a particular uh, assignment or a job, and addressing uh, that particular you know uh, challenge. So, work designing, so a flexible work designing, uh, talent mobilization, and uh, uh, reskilling and upskilling is going to be a continuous process. That is why I'm calling it a talent solutioning, which HR will have to work on. Apart from this, one the on the qualitative side, I think HR will have to. Uh, uh uh level up their uh, engagement of counseling so because counseling is going to be one area where uh the hr professional need to upgrade their uh, uh understanding of how the counseling process is you know uh, 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 executed and how do you deal with a uh, uh, employee or a member and you know counsel the person through a particular situation uh so There has to be an upgrade on the level of counseling, which I think uh, HR has to look at. So these are, I mean, a couple of things I think you know uh, would be there, and rest is going to be you know uh, the basics. See, uh, I'm not talking about words like adaptability, agility, and all things because that is for any environment, whether it's remote working, change. If I change from financial services, I go to a different industry, I have to adapt and be agile to understand. So that's a given. These are all given, but the core around here is the flexible work designs mobilization of talent, reskilling, upskilling, and the digital upgrade for the entire workforce is, uh,
0: so, and if I take this question ahead, uh, while,
2: uh, while uh, there
0: is a professional role, uh, there is also a lot of question on what happens to career, career path, growth, progression. I think as individuals, there are also a lot of questions that we see are popping up in my head or people that I speak to. So what are the new things that you personally believe that individuals who want to make it and continue in the corporate space need to imbibe and embrace too in this new world?
2: So I, I think uh, part of it was in the previous uh, uh, comment that I shared is uh, one of the thing is, uh, everybody as I said, the digital learning uh, in the new environment has to be top to bottom, okay and uh, one has to be, you know, uh, uh, one has to upgrade himself or herself in this space say for example, if I am an HR professional and if I do not know how a machine learning or an AI technology, or at least the concept of, concepts of it work and what is the benefit do I get, then I think I am not doing justice to my role and to the organization so, which means I need to enroll myself and get certain understanding of fundamentals of how it works, so that uh, so that I'm able to apply it. Similarly, for every individual in their respective space, they need to have this upgrade. And I th- I think you know we cannot avoid it because it is going to be an integrated part of your profession. So you have your uh, subject expertise and you will have your digital understanding of uh, how the work happens. So one has to you know get these two things uh, together. Yeah, the second thing I think uh uh the second part for individuals is on the mindset now the mindset has to be flexible flexible and agile because when i am interacting or i am you know executing a particular job in the new arrangement the nature of job as i uh, shared in the earlier comment could be different so the nature of job is the definition of the kind of job they are doing and the time period of the job it can be a short time period it can be a long time period so one has to prepare that mindset to be in that and also you know when you are saying that the speed of change the how faster you accept and move around things and up is what uh, individuals will have to you know uh, look at i i would also say you know here what's going to happen because corporates companies are going through their own set of challenges okay with the remote arrangement and you have uh, the entire workforce who are also you know uh, experiencing changes but if if workforce can focus on assignments which are there and adapt around themselves around the assignments digitally upgrade themselves and the corporates uh, encourage the entire workforce to you know digitally upgrade themselves and have a uh, entire you know a, a workflow or a you know or a framework wherein the movement is very very flexible and easy for uh, talent to move from one Maybe job to another or one situation to another situation or one project to another project. So that's something is going to be a, a, a plus for everybody, and one has to keep themselves prepared for it.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, think I can relate to a lot of them, and and the
2: digital upgrade and learning and
0: then being abreast with the mm-hmm. terminologies, I think, is, is a super important one that I carry. The, the conclusive and the the last leg of this question, I know you have you have addressed bits and pieces of this in in the mm-hmm. overall scheme, but but do you think e is e culture the future? Is it already there? Uh, what what's your closing broad theme on on
2: this this entire uh, piece? Yeah. So I I, I definitely think uh, e culture is the future. Okay. And I if you refer to my earlier one of the comments, it is the faster we accept it, the better we are prepared for uh, solutioning around it. Okay. So it is definitely here. we've just got a glimpse of it during this lockdown and uh, uh, arrangement that all the organization started doing in this period the last uh, uh, couple of months we've got a glimpse of it okay we cannot avoid it okay culture definitely uh, as i started sharing earlier that it is a is a value system of the organization but the faster we move to a uh, e based uh, kind of you know, uh, arrangement and you know faster we adapt to it i think that is what uh, is, uh, one uh, has to look forward to and i I don't, uh, I will, I very strongly believe that e-culture is going to be integral part of work life for everyone. Okay, for everyone around, I mean, I um, I mean, whether you, uh, some may uh, accept it, some may not accept it, or some may accept it later. We cannot avoid it. It's going to be a part of it, and you got to be in it. Now, uh, in e-culture, what happened is that there are, And I'm also saying, there are some organizations which might already have implemented it also i mean i'm uh, there are there are organizations globally which may have looked at it and of course when i'm see when i'm sharing my talks of course a lot of you know my experience and what are comments i shared is in the, in the context of uh, the domestic uh, what we are doing in india but when we look at the global setup yes there are the uh, uh, organization which have you know adopted this uh, uh, the whole theme around uh, e culture uh, it we have to uh, give it time here to mature the whole concept to mature and, uh, uh, and I, I, I think the, uh, across uh, the work uh, workspace, this is going to be a uh, part for us, and we have to uh, live into it. The future which is there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, there's,
1: so... there's, there are, even before COVID, right? So there are many yes. startups, especially yes. in technology. Yes. Globally, you know, when you, uh, there's, there's this company called GitLab. Yes. Of, uh, yes. Uh, mm. Yeah, so these companies, they have done remote work since they are, for a long time, you know, three, four years. Oh, so oh. they have, they have, they suddenly got a lot of traction as to the, a lot of other companies turned to them to, mm. to learn from them. What are the problems? You know, there's this company Buffer, who's, mm. uh, uh, so there are many companies globally, like you said, correct. even before COVID, now it, it, it's just another day for them. They were like, oh, it's like, just another so, so earlier, yeah. we,
2: earlier what would have happened, organization could have thought that uh, a remote working is a, a possibility, but nobody went, nobody, you know, ventured towards that direction. But now given the yes. situation, now we know, oh my God, this is fantastic. I mean, it can work very yes. well. So rather, yes. you know, uh, accept it and move on. Yes. It's a privilege
0: yes. also in certain organization that you yes.
2: earn yes. work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true.
0: But yeah, like world changes. I think this, this has been like the, the most interesting overnight change that uh, at least I, I think I would have asked in my life. Like, uh, uh, yes, but, but interesting.
2: And so I'm, so I'm, I'm telling you, and I'll, I'll, I'll share one thing. I think I'll, I'll give this benefit to a lot of you know Indian organisations who are there, uh, and uh, they've all you know adapted. Uh, many of them have adapted very very you know uh, smoothly. And moved on to you know providing and building and a lot of solution already. A lot of corporates are working towards it, and I think that's a, that's a good sign because everybody's pushed into a situation. I mean, because you are pushed into a situation, you you have to think what's new and what's going to you know uh, work for everybody to you know move together for uh, the growth. And I think one good part about e, the whole concept of e culture. Is that it has to become very aspirational. the E culture, when it becomes aspiration, what happens? People get inspired to be a part of it and start, you know, connecting to the whole concept of e culture. So it has to be, you know, I mean, I mean, it has to be, you know, probably, you know, you know projected by the corporates and the organization. I mean, the, the catalysts who are working around this concept. You have to make it very aspirational. How it works for the organization and what are the benefit around it. And so right. you get inspired with the whole concept and are there in it. Yes.
0: Awesome. awesome. I think we can go on for long, long
2: but I know. But, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope I've not taken. I've taken a few minutes extra. Yeah,
0: okay. would we, be more than happy to continue with that. But I know there are a lot of thoughts that you have left us to to come back to. There are five kind of rapid fire questions that I have <laughs> for me. I think this is this is how we typically close our conversations in culture monkeys.
2: So okay. uh, and, I get and, most nervous uh, with rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. I say, the first one is, if not HR as a profession, what would it have uh, been for you?
2: Uh, sports person? Uh, boxer. <laughs> or, uh, something around sports, I, I would have been there. Okay,
0: okay. Alright, uh, cooking, cleaning or mopping during Covid, which was easier?
2: I think mopping. <laughs> I, I picked up because I was uh, uh, I was removed from the cooking job. I did a very bad <laughs> job. <laughs> I was given a very critical feedback, and I was just given an assignment of mopping. <laughs> uh, Don't
1: come into the kitchen.
0: I uh, know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think a lot of uh, at least a lot of us have experienced that. But I think it's Humi who called it out. And <laughs> that question is: What is your next next personal goal uh, that that you picked for yourself or your thinking part?
2: Yeah. So uh, my personal goal is that you know I for quite some time I was wanting to you know uh, uh, put my hands into you know uh, writing uh, poems or writing poems or writing uh, particulars, I've been trying to attempt that for a long time. Okay, but uh, somehow you know uh, I have interest around that. I have interest around this whole uh, uh, field of art which is there as of now So, to learn an instrument as well and uh, do something around that because that's something you know, it's a personal hobby and it stays with you And so uh, maybe you know, uh, uh, I would be very happy if I had to come and speak about culture with uh, uh, sharing a poem with all of you all you know? so with the poem I am sharing a message with all of you all is something which I am thinking you know if I am able sure. to do that, I will be happy to share with you all yeah. we
0: will wait for that, we will wait write today itself for that session but uh, oh that's interesting Al, uh a book that had the maximum impact on you uh
2: this is uh, man's search for meaning that was one book which i it's a, a man's search for meaning of course victor it's Frank. yeah it's, it's 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 an amazing book i read it uh, the first time when i read i was so touched by it i read it at least you know uh, four or five times after that Just to understand what was going on uh, in his mind uh, and what exactly uh, is the message being shared, and I think I think that's moved me the most. And which is when I think that uh, uh, nothing is permanent in life, you know. And so you've got to be you know uh, uh, ready to accept any kind of change as thrown on you or put across uh, you, and you accept it and move on. And that, if one reads that book, you'll get a lot, lots and lots of lots of you know uh, meaning and message as to what happens to a human mind uh, when you're put to a situation. And I think you know that's a book that I would recommend for everybody, especially to read it once before going through this time.
0: Good. Thanks. I've just added to it to my delivery. Very glad. And uh, the last one, one thing you thank COVID for personally.
2: I, I the the time that I've spent spending home with my family, I think I thank COVID for that. I'm, I'm I think I see what happens is it made you it made me at least it made me realize uh, the entire essence of being home, being together, understanding uh, what happens. You know, uh, I thank COVID for a wonderful experience. Say, uh, see in Bombay and I, I know everywhere it rains a lot, and every time there is monsoon time, you know there are water logging and everything which happens. You know. Most of the time, whenever it was heavily raining here, okay, I was inside the office premises. Okay, I didn't even know what's happening. This is the first time I experienced what's happening all around. I mean, I saw the trees falling, I saw the leaves swinging, singing, everything happening, and it was such a beautiful thing to watch. That experience, I would have not got it uh, otherwise. And I think you know, and that is an experience which I was able to enjoy along with my family to see what's happening. The monsters are very beautiful. Okay, I mean, this is one of my favorite uh, season as well. Okay, I just. Watched it, enjoyed it. I try to write also something, you know, around it. Okay, <laughs> okay, but it was oh, very beautiful, and I thank uh, this whole uh, period. For wow! Thank you,
0: thank you. Mm. That's that's it from my side, Rumi. okay.
1: Yeah. So, thanks. Uh, I, yes. I I just wanted to add one point about uh, you was talking about poems and all that, right? So, uh, uh, very coincidentally, your name also sounds like Rumi. That I am a very <laughs> huge. I've read a lot of Rumi. Okay. And, uh, I I, I love poems as well, right? So I, I and of course Victor Frankl's book, and uh, the definition of love itself—what Viktor yes. how he defines love—how there is no yes. need for the other person's physical existence itself, you Got know. It. Jo- and uh, and I think there is another book, you know, this called Road Less Traveled by Scott Peck, which yes. has uh, similar views. And I think these uh, uh, Western, this, uh, uh Austrians and Germans, they have. Including Russians have explored human mind in a very phenomenal way. It shows. It shows yes. in all of these books. So I, I am I am excited to read your poems now. You know. <laughs> so it looks like you've explored human emotions from a very different angle. And you enjoying the weather now. I think it's going to be very very. And 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 your your ambition is to stitch all of this into culture as well. Now yes. we are talking about a a great piece that's going to come out so definitely we have a stay in touch
2: and you have to share that with us Yeah surely, surely. so I I thank uh, you Senthil and thank you Ketan for inviting me it was a wonderful uh, experience you know I mean uh, interacting with you all and as I said I mean uh, one one thing is that I uh, shared earlier also that you know we all learn from each other I'm learning I mean what Senthil is sharing I'm learning what Ketan how he's you know uh, conducting this whole session and how he's you know what he's thinking and you know both of you all are doing a wonderful job of uh, putting this you know uh, thoughts towards this product and i think you know it will have a good success once you have the all the information around it and you're able to run it well so i wish both of you all good luck in this thanks journey. a
0: lot
2: thanks thank a you. lot thanks thank you thank you thanks a lot thank huh? take leave now yeah
1: thanks. yes thank you thanks Bye. thanks